Don't allow anyone to suppress that unique character that you have, that specialness that God has given to you so that you can serve. I remember when I was starting out in ministry, you know, I preached a certain way and people always tried to suppress that. Intentionally or unintentionally. They always told me, this is the way and the style that an Orthodox priest preaches. But I knew that God gave me a uniqueness, a specialness, an individualism that quite frankly that I didn't see anywhere else in the church. And it wasn't because I was somehow planning to be like this, or somehow if I do it this way, I'll get more recognition, but no. This was a uniqueness that was inside of me. This was a specialness that was there that God was using and that God was going to use in my life for the glory of His kingdom. God wants to use your uniqueness, your speciality for the glory of His kingdom. There's going to be people that always say, oh, you shouldn't be like that or you shouldn't act like that. That's not orthodox enough. Or that's too much like this, or that's too less of this. But you know, you know who you are in the Lord. You know how God has made you. You know that there's that uniqueness to you that brings out that special ministry that you have in the church. Now, your uniqueness has to be aligned with biblical principles and teachings. So you don't live the way you want to live and choose the lifestyle that you want to choose. You don't go after your passions and you don't go after your proclivity saying that, hey, this is a uniqueness that I have in my life. No, uniqueness in Christ means that we abide with the teachings and principles of the church. If we don't, that uniqueness is pride and selfishness and self-recognition. The Pauline epistle goes on to say that the Apostle Paul, he started his ministry after he received the revelation from Jesus Christ himself. And only after three years did he go up to Jerusalem and meet with the apostles, specifically Peter and James. But notice this, that he eventually went to meet with the apostles. Though it was three years, I'm sure he was fired up, he was excited, he had to do what he had to do, and he went and just did that. But nevertheless, the fact remains that he went to meet with the original apostles who were stationed in Jerusalem. And the reason why he did that is because he understood that he's part of the church. That he's part of something greater than himself. Yes, he's the apostle to the Gentiles. Yes, he has a special gift. Different from all the other apostles. But he's part of the church. He belongs to the church. And I suppose this, that if he had not gone up to Jerusalem and received that brotherhood, that blessing from Peter and James, that he wouldn't be successful in his mission. You see, the point is, we have this uniqueness, we have this speciality, but it has to be used 
in the church. You know, I'm so saddened that some people have left the church because they have special qualities. They have special giftings. Maybe they have the gift of healing. Maybe they have the gift of prophecy. Maybe they have the gift of uh, foresight, foreknowledge. Maybe they have the gift of preaching. But for some reason, they couldn't find a place in this church. And so they left. But there's room for us all here in this church. Listen, if we have enough time to have these kinds of people, and these kinds of people, and these kinds of people, and these kinds of people, in all administrative positions, we are the most administratively set up church that's probably out there. We have enough people to do all sorts of administrative and management skills, but we don't have the room for people with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We'll do a lot of polit politics. We'll do a lot of things that are going on in India right now. There's room and time for many things, but we need to bring in those who have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, those who can minister in the church, within the parameters of the church, for the glory of the kingdom. The church has to open up its eyes and see that there are people with many types of giftings that are given by the Holy Spirit and utilize that in the church. You know, one thing is when Peter and James saw the apostle Paul for the first time, they probably thought to themselves, wait, I'm, I walked with Jesus. I, I lived with Jesus. But yet this guy, he's called by God to go and be the apostle for the Gentiles. They could have stuck in their own pride, but they didn't. They said, no, the apostle Paul, you have our blessing. Go and do your ministry. The church has to open up her eyes and see the people who have these giftings and allow them to work for the glory of the kingdom. And those who are in the church who have these giftings, don't tuck tail and run and start your own thing. No, bring the ministry of God here in this church. Let the Holy Spirit work here. And if you are for God, and if you are for the Holy Spirit, and if you have a humble and loving and compassionate heart, like me, you'll be able to work. And you will be able to do the work of God in the church of God. Because this Orthodox Church is God's church. And this Orthodox Church is the church of the apostles and the church of the Holy Spirit. Let us bow our heads in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, we submit completely to you ourselves this morning. And we ask for your grace and mercy to come upon us for the forgiveness of our sins, the sins that we have committed, either in private or in public, in word and deed or knowledge or ignorance. And we thank you, Lord, that you have given us this opportunity to be forgiven, to receive your precious body and blood. And right now, Lord, we ask for each and every single one of us to recognize the gifts of the Holy Spirit in us, the uniqueness, the individualism that is there, so that we can minister in the church and that we can be 
active participant. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today, we remember the following departed clergy. His Holiness Basilius Augene, the first Catholicos of the East. And also, we remember last week, uh, His Grace Matthew Mar Barnabas, but we'll do so again this week as well. Your feet shall be clothed in righteousness, and your saints in glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For your servant David's sake, turn not away the face of your anointed. The Lord's word to David in truth, I will not turn away from you. Hallelujah. 